I left you messages, and you didn't call me back. I was trying to surprise you. I thought if I didn't call you, you wouldn't see it coming. Okay, that is so not a good plan. <laughs> Look, Sean, when I didn't hear from you, I, I was afraid that you were with someone else. Why? Because I'm a sex addict? Well, I thought you were with one of those Canadian streetwalkers. <laughs> Yes, the official Girlfriends Podcast. I am your favorite host, Nettie. And uh, with me, it's Etsy Rowe. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's her. Today we're talking about the episode, Bad Timing. That is season one, episode 14. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that. And um, Etsy, what's been up with you? You know, I've been chilling or whatever. I got a massage the other day, so I'm feeling right. You know, oh, got chill, my joints in there. Shit. Yes, chill. <laughs> uh, let's get into before we get into the episode. Let's get into tweets. Found some tweets about the previous episode. It was called "They Gotta Have It," and mm-hmm. people got some things to say about the Sean and Jones situation. Because as we remember, Joan walked right out of this damn SA meeting when she found out that Sean had sex with how many? 300 bitches? 300. And and he said he didn't even barely know these girls. So for all we know, we don't know. (laughs) Don't even matter. Uh, We'll talk about Tony and Greg first. Uh, This is... uh, on Twitter, eating Skittles. I cannot decide if I support Tony and Greg. Coming from a seasoned pro in Broke Men, I can understand that you truly cannot help who you love. There are other ways to provide besides finances, but also, what does Greg do, Tony? What? No, seriously. I feel you. And we get to something in this episode that kind of made me mad with Tony. And we will we will talk about it because she is, I don't know what she <laughs> sees in this dude. I don't know. Same. Um, next, at Kwame ULTD, he says, Sean had some nerve trying to tell Joan what to do when homie slept with 300 women. Niggas do be having the audacity. Y'all right. They do. Mm-hmm. And you know, Sean starts to act a little like he's better than Joan in this episode. Like he's trying to talk down to her when it's like, come on, bro. You're not really the pillar of... uh Swimming in the sea of right mm-hmm. at this point, Mr. 300. Child, the nerve, the audacity. One thing niggas got yeah. is audacity. They will always have audacity. That's something they will never run out of. So uh, this episode originally aired February 12th, 2001. Writers Kim Collier and Bernadette Luckett. And um, this episode is uh, it's okay. Mm. Honestly, I really care about Sean and Joan. I don't really care about the other relationship i don't know what it is yeah like yvonne and william and greg and tony i absolutely don't care about yvonne and william i don't care well you're gonna give me uh their scenes because i i uh lord <laughs> i cannot deal with and that opening scene what was that about show i don't know and they're so boring and weird and yvonne is like giving me snapped vibes like <laughs> 
like oxygen channel, like fucking breaking into people's house and carrying guns and they're both so forced. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. Like, are there any girls like Yvonne like that? Like acting like in real life? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I really can't imagine. But go ahead and start me off with this cold open. So William is in his room, which hey, we get William's room. It looks a lot like um, Maya's room. Which looks a lot like Tony's room, which looks a lot like Jones' room. I mean, from Tony's room, it could be this. It's a similar angle. So I don't know. For all I know, they're just reusing rooms. But go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's chilling. He's doing his work or whatever. And then Yvonne comes in and she's trying to get the deed done. And he's like, no, um, give me 30 minutes. And then she's like, I don't have 30 minutes. And then she starts singing this song, which I don't. Oh, my God. I looked up this song. I looked up the lyrics so much. I could not find them. Listeners, if you can find out what song she was singing, maybe I'm not cultured. Maybe it's Broadway or something. Could not find it at all. So go ahead. I'm just letting y'all know I tried. Yeah. So she starts singing the song and then apparently that breaks him down to his knees and he can't resist her and then they start doing the deed and then that's when <laughs> that's when it gets to woo. so she broke into his house no he had a yeah his door was open he said his door was well, unlocked because she but told him so. to leave it unlocked I mean is that still breaking in though if the person's telling you that <sighs> that's scary as fuck bro she's that's scary I don't want you I don't know. You a cop. You bringing all your, your weapons home and your handcuffs. I don't know. Break Cops breaking into my house, even with the door open. That just kind of scares. Maybe I'm triggered. Maybe I'm just triggered at sea. Child, they fucking. He, he, he wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, but still, I'm just like, he, he was scared. He did jump off the bed and fucking <laughs> dive on the floor. He, you know, he wasn't exactly <laughs> naked when, he, when she came in. So, I'm just saying. But Sean and Joan are still very much together they're having dinner at her house and they're exchanging gifts for valentine's day early because he's going to be in toronto in t dot mm-hmm. for valentine's day so they exchange gifts early joan gives him a book and he's like oh i didn't get you anything i didn't know we'd be exchanging gifts but i think it's a book of sonnets or something right what is it it's like a book of poetry or some shit some some type of shit that's on par for their relationship because they they shit weird. They be doing a lot of script reading and acting and role playing yeah. and shit. That's what that's what they start doing here at the dinner table. And it's also and like so, Joan. Didn't he say that he didn't want to exchange gifts? So why are you getting him a gift? This is the pick me shit I'm talking about. She she <laughs> she did kind of make a thin line about it. She was like, he's like. I thought you said we weren't going to exchange gifts. She's like, no, I said we weren't going to buy each other a gift. This was just already here. I was like, I need to split in hairs. But they're reading these little sonnets or whatever, looking in each other's eyes like the acting-ass couple they are. I crave your mouth, your voice. Your hair, silent and starving. I prowl through the streets. Bread does not nourish me. Dawn disrupts me. All day, I hunt for the liquid measure of your steps. That's beautiful. (laughs) And Sean announces that he has something for her, too. Mm -hmm. And he's been waiting to give it to her for a while. It's been weighing on your heart to give it to her? This thing that's so special? (laughs) You've been so shy to give this thing to her, huh, Sean? 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. And see what 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 is it? What did he give her? What has he been holding back? It is a tailored, handmade measuring tape keychain. <laughs> it is uh, exactly what it is. It's uh, it fits in the palm of your hand. It hangs off of a keychain. And um, when will she ever use this? I don't know. I can't well, imagine when. I have one of those. I don't keep it on my keychain though. I keep it in like my box of miscellaneous things, and it gets used pretty often. For what? Um, when you're redecorating or you need to measure some shit, you're looking at the measurements on Amazon, and you're like, "Well, this." Wait, fit- time out. You use the measuring tape for when you want to measure shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well then. I don't know about no gift. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. now that it's on our keychain, it's there forever. It's always with her. So, congrats to you, mm-hmm. Joan. And uh, she she acts like she's so excited about it. She's all about this fucking tape measure. And she breaks the fourth wall. Well, it's more like a bubble now. Like, it's more like a here's what's going on in Joan's head bubble. And Sean's sitting still, like, staring in the direction she was sitting in. And she gets up and wraps the tape measure around his neck saying that this isn't a valentine's day gift and just looking really like angry but the actor dondre whitfield he's literally just standing still physically while she does this to him for the part mm-hmm. very good very good at standing still and not like cracking laughter i mean who knows what take this was but <laughs> he uh he looks very statuesque in this scene which is great and she comes out of it and says that she's going to cherish that keychain forever. Forever. And he's so excited. He's like, oh, He what? is playing you. I mean, you got to kind of like, come on. Who hasn't gotten a gift and pretended that they liked it when someone's around just to not hurt their feelings? We've all done it. Uh, oh, I don't think you. that's the problem, though. I think that it's like, why are you giving me a fucking keychain? Like, it's not about me, like, pretending that I don't like the gift. It's just about the gift in itself why is it a keychain that you're giving me like who well, he is an architect so motherfucker then build stuff. me a house the fuck <laughs> that's the first step given given measurements am i the one that's gonna measure the shit <laughs> well go. anyway next the girls are over at 847 and apparently sean's been gone for two days on that work trip and joan's talking about how she's not cut out for long distance relationships and i'm like well it's only okay. been two days, but okay. <laughs> They're about to sit at their normal table at 847, and a new hostess comes up and says, yo, the table still ain't ready. We got to clean it. And Joan's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. We're here all the time. We're like family. We, we know the owner. And like, we don't care about the mess. And the host is like, oh, you know the owner? Well, then come on over here. So she walks them all the way back to the bar and tells <laughs> them to stand there and wait for their table. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> I like that. So Joan's talking about how she left a message for Sean and everything while he's in Toronto at his hotel, and he hasn't been answering. And Maya suggests that Sean, you know, he's a recovering sex addict. Maybe he is with some Canadian street hookers and fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. By the way, Joan's coat in this scene, her coat game, this whole episode is popping. Yes, ma'am. I see for being in coats. L.A.? That's what I'm saying. They do like, peacoats in L.A.? I, yeah. Mm. I, I guess. Oh, it looks great. But, like, I'm from Florida. And, honestly, we pretend that we're high class and do the peacoats down there. But 
it never really gets cold enough for a peacoat. It does every now and then, very rarely. But it can get a little chilly in, in LA at nighttime, but I don't know if it's enough for that peacoat. Okay. Well, it is February in LA too, so could be cold at night. And they're probably at dinner at night. Oh, no, they're not. It's during the day because she's going to work back to work at her office. But anyway, love the look. Lynn announces that she's going to be helping at the suicide hotline for Valentine's Day, which is cool because it can be a very depressing day for people who are single or have recently broken up with someone. So this is like the second time we've seen Lynn doing service for a holiday. She did the same thing, similar thing for Thanksgiving, even though mm-hmm. she got kicked out because they were they didn't understand that she was there to help. <laughs> <laughs> She makes the she doesn't make the holidays about herself. She makes sure that she gives back to others, which is great. Maya and Darnell are gonna be at a motel getting their freak on. And Joan's like, girl splurge, get a hotel. Right. Um, are you paying for it, Joan? Mm, the motel is kinda ghetto though. I'm gonna hold you. Let them do well, I mean, Joan, are you gonna be there? I'm just saying. A if a motel? friend of mine wanna be ghetto, let them be ghetto. I ain't finna be there. If she was like, hey, you want to come too? I don't, why? First off, why? Second off, <laughs> I don't trust motels, cleanliness, so. That's what I'm saying. Well, you bring your Lysol can. My mom douses the room in Lysol. Douses. <laughs> you got to open the windows in a, in a brand new hotel. You take the sheets off, like you lift them up, you spray mm-hmm. there too, spray everywhere in the room, and then you let it air out, and then you go. Wow. I mean, I'll be bringing my, yeah. my, my wipes. My disinfectant wipes. No, but. you need something. You need nah. You need something that's gonna travel. <laughs> you need something now. You spray it. It's gonna go through the, the room air, and be it's like gonna go through a helping the air hand, killing all the shit. It's gonna ooze through the rooms, turn the corners. You know what I mean? Them wipes only on surface. They're only surface. Wherever you put it with your hand, nah. You spray. Let yeah, let the air condition come God. through and just push it through the room like a like a breeze. That's true. Like a ninety nine point nine percent killing germs breeze. Not nah, saying. <laughs> so tony is taking greg out for valentine's day she's going to be buying him all kinds of shit what What do you think of that (laughs) yeah i wrote that down in my notes and i was just like oh my god can we get rid of this bum already it's just yeah like you're buying him clothes and i think she bought him some paint stuff i'm like is he your child is is he your, your son it's not gonna work out because even if you went and bought him this shit, what is he gonna do for you? What is he? What can can he buy you anything? Can he take you out? Right, and at the end of the episode, I'm like, mm. oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll get there. So, Joan's feeling real jealous because all she needs is a phone call from Sean, but he's not answering. Mm-hmm. And Maya says, you know, you could call up to that a uh, handy dandy tape measure, haha. <laughs> So finally, Davis comes up and apologizes for the wait. Um, the girl that brought them over to the bar gets introduced as Ava. And we realize that it's Davis's fiance mm. and also the new hostess. Now, we actually heard about Davis's fiance in, I believe it was. Way back in the One day. Night Stand. Mm-hmm. One Night Stand back when Joan had her whole trying to get with Davis situation. Mm-hmm. And then she lied about it to the girls. Mm-hmm. Because the girls was hyping her up and she, you know, like I said in the previous episode, she hates looking bad in front of her girls. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she lied and then it got back to Ava and they broke up for a bit, her and Davis, and got back together. So that's where we have previously 
heard of Ava. And Ava's played by Kara Bustos. So when Davis introduces them, he says Joan's name and he coughs and Ava's basically like, oh, oh, you're the Joan that spread all these rumors about how you slept with Davis. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, wait, don't you remember the rumor about, about how I was sorry? Okay. Because that one was true. And she's like, yeah, I remember. And Ava tells Davis, she kind of looks like me <laughs> in reference to John. I'm like, yeah, she don't look they like They don't look anything alike, but okay. Uh, she also tells Davis that when he's done talking to the girls, that there are some people who insist on speaking with him. And then she walks away. And he says that's code for back away from the women. So he leaves. Now, we can tell that Ava, for lack of a better term, uh, wears the pants in this relationship. Mm-hmm. She's very controlling with Davis, and he doesn't appear happy. I don't even know why he is putting himself through this. I mean, um, he tries to cheat with her, cheat on her a couple of times throughout the... Yeah, but honestly, if he doesn't want to be with her, then like... Why are you still you there? You won't have to cheat if you, if you just say, hey, I, don't, I can't do this anymore. You're controlling. Super weird. But she leaves, Ava or whatever, leaves, and Joan is uh, at work. Well, the same day she's at work and she's wearing the same clothes. She's trying to still get a message from Sean. And he's just not returning her calls. And it's been two days. What would you do? Would you be like, oh, fuck this dude, whatever? Or would you be like, nah, it's only been two days. It's fine. Or would you think he's dead? (laughs) I'd be like, oh, fuck this dude, whatever. Because I feel like if y'all are in a relationship and then you travel, aren't you supposed to call Mm. the person who you're seeing after like a day or two like hey i made it there safe not even a day or two bitch when you land let me know you landed safely because if you're flying and you don't call me i mean i probably would see it on the news but like how do i know you made it there safely you just tell me you landed yeah so it's like okay like what you what you doing over there fucking bitches in toronto yeah (laughs) canadian streetwalkers yeah like (laughs) that's that's he's really gambling too like to decide to do this to her we find out that it's, I mean, listen, guys, if you're listening, you should know that he's purposely not talking to her because mm-hmm. he thinks it's romantic. No, that's a red like flag. Like a child. Yeah. So if he thinks, oh, Joan's still going to want me if I ghost her for three days. She's still, if he really feels like that, he ain't, he must either have a real big hold on her or think she's weak or think she's desperate that he could do this shit and she's still going to be there when he gets home. Which, let's be honest, Joan Clayton is... <laughs> Desperate. She will. She will. She's definitely she still going to be there. <laughs> so William comes in um, because he needs help on a Valentine's Day card for Yvonne. He has a whole bunch. He pours them all out on Joan's desk for options. And the basis of their uh, relationship and their what they're doing right now is he's not ready to commit. So he needs a card that's going to say um, he's going to it's going to say that, but won't stop them from having sex either. Mm. So she helps him, and she doesn't like any of them. And instead, she provides them with some blank cards Mm -hmm. and says, write your feelings on the card and give it to her. But he doesn't want to do that because, you know, that's something that women keep to use as ammunition for a palimony suit. He doesn't want to do that because it's too sentimental for him. That's why he don't want to do it. Okay. Okay. I figured I took it at face value, so Okay. So she picks the card, actually, uh, with a man and a woman staring at a sunset. And he says, great, that works. 
And I'll staple a condom inside as an extra little gift because it means sex. And Joan reminds him to be careful where he staples it. Right. Where he puts the staple. Like, William, you know you're too smart to be putting staples in condoms. <laughs> Having the word staple and condom just kind of like <laughs> makes me go, what? Um, <laughs> that's something like uh, Sean would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Accidentally with these bitches. <laughs> So mm-hmm. as he's leaving, Davis is walking in toward Joan's office. And he has a bag full of goodies. And yes, you know, he a small her lunch. Gang, 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 gang. Small little interaction with uh, Davis and, and William. And he knocks on Joan's door and brings her takeout lunch because they didn't get a table. Now, there he goes, arriving again without no one called Joan and said, hey, we have a, um, a Davis such and such on. Uh, uh, he's at the front desk for you. Mm-hmm. Should, should we let him up? Should we let him up? Yeah. What is this? What's going on here, guys? Are we not protecting our main character here? Come on now. Is she not important enough to give a heads up to? I'm beginning to anyway. think that this is like a a, a lowbrow uh, law firm because I don't want to say ghetto, but <laughs> yes, bitch is ghetto. <laughs> I didn't want to say ghetto because you know that makes it sound like. <laughs> like a black law firm but obviously we know because we know the show that it's not a black law firm these women are skinny very like size jealous a true i mean to stop eating for a week a week (laughs) more like a month (laughs) i guess i'm looking at this episode and i'm like yo they're mad skinny that's just a look for back then and a look on many different um movies that i see that have really skinny looking women uh, Davis is there and he realizes that she didn't get her table so he brings her favorite I'm like okay you know a way to a woman's heart you know what I'm saying what no, the fuck I'm, I'm talking about and so Maya's not at her desk by the way she could have been like hey Davis let me tell Joan you're here but I guess that would have kind of ruined the surprise of the moment mm-hmm. good thing he didn't have any ill intentions right. so um, she wonders why he's bringing the deliveries instead of Ava or someone else. And he said Ava fired the delivery girl. <laughs> and he just went with it because he a bitch. <sighs> ha, 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 Mr. Mr. Davis. You know, Davis is, I don't even get, like, this episode. We Didn't we kind of leave the Davis storyline in the dust with yeah, fried turkey? I don't know why we're res- re- resurrecting this whole thing. Like, Yeah. I, I got the impression that Joan totally was sour on davis because in fried turkey she was treating him like he was like a second class citizen mm-hmm. in her house and now they're having this whole storyline where they've always wanted each other and jones always wanted him that's why she eats at eight forty seven all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> did i miss something or, yeah or did you guys not think we'd remember or what what's up writers come on i don't come know on, man. come on but you know jones like i'm happy that you and ava are back together hope i didn't ruin anything and that's when Joan talks to Davis about how Sean hasn't been in touch with her or returned her calls in almost three days. Mm. And Davis is like, well, you know, Ava chose a vacation from her life to work at my restaurant. So basically, Joan wants more from her man and Davis wants less from his girl. Mm. So they go through this, you know, back and forth about what's good about their mates. They keep... <laughs> going back and forth like it's a battle and just giving like random facts about their mate. He is a really important architect. Ava's a buyer for Neiman's. 
I love Neiman's. Sean went to Berkeley. Berkeley is a fine school. Ava's a Pisces. Sean lifts weights. Ava camps. <laughs> and then in the middle of it, Davis kisses Joan. He definitely kisses her. He goes in for the pull, for the punch, for the kill. For the stab. Uh, why do we keep trying to make Davis and Joan a thing? Mm-hmm. We're trying to make fetch happen here. And it's like, I know. I don't believe it anymore. Once you lost me in fried turkey when she was ignoring him and treating him like shit all night, mm-hmm. I, I, my heart left that situation in the dust. And I'm, I'm surprised she didn't or he didn't. Um, and David says, tell me to break it off with Ava and I will. Wow, that's what it takes to break off an engagement, my nigga? Well, I think that he's been always wanting Joan. It wasn't like that one kiss did it at that one moment. I think it's a, it's a culmination of moments. Wow. My nigga Ava don't deserve that shit. Ava don't deserve it? Nah. I mean, she a little bit much, I mean, but damn. She's a lot. She's controlling. He liked that shit. He the one that got on his knees and proposed. The fuck? Well. Well. That's how I see it. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't really care about Ava. I'm sorry. She weird. Not me neither. She do a lot. And she don't like him being friends with Joan and them. And she she was all sassy at 847, too. So, yeah, she was not, the I'm not really like, feeling her. Can a nigga eat in peace? The fuck? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next over at Joan's house, the girls are there. I love this setup. I love that Lynn and Maya are sitting on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because, like, that's the stuff you do at your girl's house, you know? You could just be silly like that, but you wouldn't do that at, at you know at the rent's house or anything like that. Real you comfortable. Know? Yeah, I think I think Lynn was Indian style on that John. <laughs> but you wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that at mom and dad's house. But like oh, no. that's the that's like like when you're at your girl's house and you're just acting crazy, being dumb. But Tony's like, why the fuck are you taking all the men? All the- <laughs> I don't think she's taking all the men. I, I think there's a fi- there's a lot of them out there. Tony, you just chose the the broke one. You could get yeah, you could get a you can get a few dudes like the ones that are after Joan. You just chose this dude that ain't got no money and don't got no phone. I don't so, feel like how did you get in contact with him? His he paid his phone bill. I don't even know because she did I, that's true. Cuz he she called the catering company, the catering company sent her to him. Maybe he calls her up from payphones. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I don't she's like, she doesn't hear from him until Yo, he calls her from a baby crazy that's crazy he might low-key live there because ain't he always in her bed when we see him probably so I wouldn't be surprised why not she's willing to pay for his life and shit and buy his clothes and all that bullshit why not why the fuck not but anyway she's wondering why Joan has all the men she says it's already hard enough to find one handsome well-educated gainfully employed heterosexual not living with his mother brother it's not that hard you just some reason I don't know what type of spell this nigga got on you but it's not that hard I think Greg got that dude that's why she like I'll pay for your clothes Fuck, fuck Valentine's Day is I know it. Like, don't pamper me. I'll pamper you. I'll pay for everything. That has to be it. Ain't a dick good enough in the world <laughs> for me to be pampering you on Valentine's Day. What in the fucking... <laughs> um, 
Liz says, yo, throw some 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 dudes back to the other sisters. Get back to the community. <laughs> I like Jones Jones always in the situations when she has to have advice from her girls about what do I do about this guy? I like this guy, but he, you know, has big hips. I like this guy, but he has a sex addiction. I like this guy, but he's Davis. Like it's like <laughs> that escalated quickly. She always <laughs> From big hips she always has these dudes like Joan gets niggas like she really does like nah, more than Joan her girls do. Ouch, yeah. But Joan is a she daddy though. You. She's showing off her, her shoulders this season. I'm like, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's looking soft. She definitely does. She is a baddie. Um, she gets even more bad as the seasons go on. So I get it. I guess. I've never done that. Very nice. That was perfect. <laughs> it's not my arsenal you know i'm not that's not me that's not me at all um so she doesn't know what to do with these dudes and she invited the girls over to fix it help her fix it and everything and maya and tony have split decision on who she should pick maya says davis tony says she should pick sean maya points out that joan has been after davis since day one since the day she laid eyes on him Nah, I think she took some days off, honestly. I don't know about that. Oh, she was definitely late on I'm some of them sure. days. I don't know. Yeah, she was definitely a call-out no-show on some of them days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My notes have all the situation about how she treated him like shit on Thanksgiving. Oh, no, I feel like sure. this episode should have been... It should have came out before that episode, but... Mm-hmm. Or it's out of order or something. Because it just doesn't... Or maybe closer to it? I don't know. I mean, that episode was mad episodes it, If it had happened before the the Thanksgiving one, then it would make sense. But afterward, I don't know where this is all coming from. And Maya says that uh, that's why she eats at 847 every day. The food ain't that good. Yeah, but you eat there Damn. too. You be eating there with her. That so what's she true. talking about? Girl. They all, all four of them be there. All five of them be there, actually. Five of them. And Tony says, listen, Davis is one rat in the kitchen away from bankruptcy. Shit. Yeah, That's all it takes. She got all that clear vision when it comes to Davis, but okay. Mm. If Davis is the rat in the kitchen away from bankruptcy, then what the fuck is Greg? Greg is one paintbrush away. <laughs> one, from living on the one street? Paint, yeah. <laughs> He's one catering job away from... Having no, no cell phone, no or lights no, on, no phone, or some shit. Chill. no food or some shit. Like <laughs> that's right, Tony Pot Meat Kettle. So she mentions that Sean's an architect, which is really good for both of them because you know Tony's in real estate, and it's good for Joan because she'd be dating an architect. So Tony's all about the whole you know Sean situation. Okay, and and Joan goes through everything that each guy has to offer. Well, Sean. And I, we have been through a lot together, and we connected in a very short time, and you don't just throw that away. You know, and then Davis and I, we have chemistry, and we're really comfortable with each other, and we're like buddies, and he kisses like a son of a bitch. (laughs) But then again, so does Sean. Sean, if Sean would just answer the phone, this would be an end of episode thing. It would not be, I think Mm -hmm. if Sean would just answer the phone, she wouldn't have this, like, issue where she's trying to figure out what guy to be with. But mm-hmm. this is what we're watching. Mm-hmm. And so as Joan is explaining, you know, what's so good about both guys, she realizes that, you know, Joan is indecisive. So she says something that's very of the time and kind of, you know, goes with what's going on now. She says, 
okay, this is pretty much going down like the recount in Florida. Okay. The recount in Florida. How quaint. Only one state because oh, nowadays oh, oh, oh. we recounting in Georgia. We recounting <laughs> in fucking Pennsylvania. We dude, Trump wants us to recount every fucking state, bro. Like he ain't trying to just take his L. He going to go down swinging. Like, recount him every recount all the shit in Mississippi. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's just Back in the day, it was just Florida that they had to deal with. How how freaking mm-hmm. quaint is that? Times were much more simple. So now Davis comes over while Joan's Swiffering. Love it. Love it. And he's talking about, he's been thinking about that bitch. Like, yo, like, we need to go on a trip together. A trip? Is this nigga off his motherfucking mind? Isn't it weird that he just springs this on her? Like, yeah. I don't even know you like that. It's like we can't just go on a date at a coffee shop real quick. That's what or like, I'm saying. like we can't just hit 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 eight four seven. Oh no, nah, can't go eight four seven. Can't nah. His his girl's there. Let's let's sit in our living room. My living room. Order some fucking takeout and just sit by the fire and talk and see what each other's about. Like we don't need to be in Palm Springs to figure that out. We don't have to be in Santa Barbara. We could do that shit right here in my living room. Davis is so. I reckless. mean, if he gonna pay for a damn free trip for me, I mean, I'm here for mm. for the free trip, but it's like mad last minute like you really want me to pack like now like huh give me give me some time to possibly take off work and like right <laughs> make sure i got all my clothes clean that i want to bring along exactly <laughs> so she's torn she doesn't know what to do and he's Why like you know torn because her boyfriend ghosted her and this dude is wanting to take her out on trips and shit and he fine two fine dudes fighting over you come it's- on who's Who's finer? Who's finer? Hmm. I think I think Sean is a little bit more finer. But um, yeah. Bye, Sean. The fuck. I think yeah. Sean has really dropped the ball with ghosting her for three days. That's just not something you do. It's very childlike to think that you can actually do that, and that's a great way to to trick somebody and be romantic in that way. We'll get into that later. But I think I think Sean is cuter in this moment. I think. When Davis has facial hair, he's a lot cuter than he is in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. But he doesn't have facial hair this episode. So, yeah, I just I just think at this point she's like so upset over Sean that she's like, yeah, sure. Take me on a trip. What the fuck else am I doing on Valentine's Day? You know? Also, are they in a relationship or is it just something where? Who, Sean and her? Yeah. Well, she mentioned in the previous episode, like, my boyfriend this... I'm the girlfriend of a recovering sex addict, yada, yada. Mm, she giving herself titles. He didn't deny the title. Mm, okay. Touche. But Jones, Jones ready to fuck Davis right on sight when he mentions a trip. She on is like, sight? panties down. Psh, you mention a trip to a woman? Well, well, well. We're going, where? We going to Miami? We going to AC? Where we going? We going to Jamaica? We going to Jamaica? Ah, bust it down for a real bitch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, listen, we've been dancing around each other for way too long. We need to figure this out. And he says, you know, the best thing to do is go to Santa Barbara or Palm Springs, figure it out. I guess that's the only cities and the only places you can figure it out. So she agrees. And she's like, let me go pack some stuff. And as she's about to go pack, the doorbell rings. Who is it? And Etsy, you tell me, tell me the drama. Tell me what's going it? on. Who is it? Who is it? It's Dun Dun. It's Sean. 
one, he shows up with a big bouquet of roses. That nigga probably paid like what? 200 for them shits? That's a lot of motherfucking roses. Maybe more. Is that big? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying a little something, something. But yeah, he came with that. And then he came with um, rolled up paper, which we find out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was another poem and shit, bro. I didn't know what he was doing. Some like, shit. They just I'm be. Lying. It was probably. I thought it was a monologue and a fucking fucking one act play or some shit. You know how they be doing. <laughs> so he comes and then she's like, "Um, what are you doing here?" And then he goes, "Well, I wanted to surprise you for Valentine's Day." And she goes, "Well, you weren't picking up my calls." And he goes, "Yeah, because I didn't want to um tip you off on the surprise." And I'm like, "Are you a fucking idiot? You couldn't just call. That wouldn't have tipped her off on the surprise." But anyway, so I'm what I would have done is I would have said, "Davis, just hide in the back or something." That's what I thought. Nah, she that's did. obvious. He's already in the door. He already he's already opening the door. Who? Sean? Sean's already at the door. So any movements that she makes with her hands, he's going to see it. You know, I think she could have finessed it better. But anyway, so she lets him in and then she goes, oh my gosh, Davis, meet Sean. Sean, meet Davis. Davis is here because the rest of the girls were here and he thought that Lynn still lived here and that's why he's here right now. (laughs) But he didn't know that Lynn doesn't live here anymore. Right, right. I was like, okay, that's that's a cool one, I guess. What do you think about that law? That was that was that was on her feet. She was on her feet with that one. I, I would say that's pretty good. That's a top of the dome freestyle, like fucking Eminem at Eight Mile type shit. She really, yeah. she really, she really freestyled that shit. I ain't mad at that law. So he went ghost on her, and you know she thought, oh well, I guess we're not in a relationship anymore. So she right. got she brought Davis over. And obviously, who's wrong in this situation? Sean. Exactly. It's not like she was ignoring you. You ghosted her in order to surprise her. Like a kid. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. that's what kids do. Like, they look at things from one perspective and don't look at how it affects others. You know how kids are, like, when, like, little kids, they'll be on the train acting up, acting dumb, but don't care how it looks, how Mm -hmm. people perceive them because they haven't acquired that skill yet emotionally and mentally. And that's what I feel like Sean's on in this scene. Because if he had just sat and thought, like, how does Joan feel with not hearing back from me in three days? How how could this affect her? Mm-hmm. He would have been like, oh, shit, let me answer this phone. But he was so caught up in trying to look like the great guy and how he was going to surprise her and look so cool doing it that he had no idea or even thought of an idea of how it could be affecting Joan. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, yeah, when I didn't hear from you, I thought you were someone else. And he's like, why? Because I'm a sex addict? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he said that, that as a matter of fact, like she would be wrong for thinking yeah. that. Uh, yeah, nigga, you just told yeah. me you fucked 300 bitches. Pretty much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's the reason, Sean. Mm-hmm. And there's just, you know, it's a bad communication issue. And well, at this point, Davis has already left. And she told Davis that she's going to meet at 847 in 30 minutes. So Sean has this rolled up piece of paper looks like a what was it like a poster or some shit like a scroll it looks like them shits that um in the medieval times they used to have when they want to announce something important <laughs> yeah, scroll like a telegram. oh that's what it's called yeah he got that shit yeah and what's in there if i had he said if i had answered the phone then i wouldn't have been able to to hide this or i wouldn't have been able to surprise you with this i'm like how sway how he just it doesn't make any sense I'm really confused. Like, you actually would have been way easier to hide that during that time than this time. Because that time, at least you can't video chat or anything. So you can be calling from next door 
and they'd be like, oh, hey, I'm in Toronto. Everything's good. Mm, good call. So he opens up this thing. It's a blueprint. And he says, I figured out how to uh, add that second bathroom you've been wanting. There's only one bathroom in his damn house. She want a second bathroom? Oh, Joan got money. It don't even fucking matter. Why is there only one bathroom in this huge ass house? This ranch style fucking house. Mm. Maybe you be having people over. He's saying add a second bathroom, not the second bathroom. Nah, nice try. Nice try. No. A second bath. A second? Fine. Okay, I guess we're supposed to believe that. Great. So that's part of the Valentine's Day surprise that he was going to give to her. And Joan assures Sean that nothing happened with Davis. And Sean wants to take the next step in their relationship. He never says what that step is. Joan, I want us to take the next step. So, what, what is the next step? I want us to work. Me too. She asks what the next step is, and he's like, I, I just want us to work. Okay? <laughs> Yo, this whole conversation was just, it's just bullshit. <laughs> like, that's what it's looking like. Bullshit. What is the next step? We just want to work. Uh-huh. And then he starts to recite like some poetry to her, some sonnet or something like that. They really be doing these like, they really are an acting ass couple. Mm-hmm. I crave your mouth, your voice, your hair. Bread does not nourish me. All day I hunt for the liquid measure of your steps. Like, it's really corny. I know I say corny a lot. I might need to change my word and do a thesaurus check because... They're just so mm -mm, lame. (laughs) Anyway, that's the end of that scene. We never find out. So tell me about Greg and Tony, the very boring couple sleeping. Greg and Tony, mm, they in the bed. Tony's white on white on white. (laughs) No hairnet, no hair, scarf, nothing. No bonnet. You know, made for TV shit. (laughs) um so he gets her a valentine's day gift and then she looks at his inside his um underwear and she's like why isn't it wrapped in a bow and he's like ha 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 that's not what it is look up and then she goes oh my god it's both of us in is it paris i think he was mimicking it after the Sistine Chapel and Jesus Christ. I want to say Italy. Something like I that. I want to say Some Italy. shit that he can't afford to take her. But yeah. <laughs> so he painted it so himself. He, so he painted the, it himself on the, 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 the ceiling, which I'm like, nigga, you better not touch my ceiling. Huh? Yeah, you didn't even ask. Like, what's that about? And how you ain't never seen that shit? You've been sleeping, you've been chilling well, in the house and you ain't seen it. He said, remember last night when I told you I didn't want you to turn the light on? Though this is why. Look up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... Um. Yo, it's just from cringy couple to a cringy couple. And it's some shit Listen. where she goes, why Why is my, my titties blinking? And she goes, <laughs> that's the smoke alarm. And I'm like, damn, nigga, you painted <laughs> over the smoke alarm too? Yeah. Yeah, he could have, you know, if he was smart, replaced the smoke alarm and put it somewhere else in the room so that the, the painting didn't get affected. <sighs> what a boring couple. <laughs> no, they're not, boring... they're not as boring as William and, and Oh girl. You're right. They're not as boring as, as William and Yvonne. You are so right. 
but I can't imagine that this would look this thing on the ceiling would look that good without being like Overly. like some basic apartment. It has to be one of those grand ceilings, like at churches and stuff, like not mm-hmm. someone's apartment. I can't imagine it would mm-hmm. look that good. And also, her whole room is white, so like that gaudy shit, it's not going to work out. Yeah, I think she's going for an aesthetic that wouldn't allow something like that to be to stand out like that. Mm-hmm. The white on white is on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's very purposeful. Mm-mm. So next we see Lynn. She is at the suicide hotline headquarters where she's helping people. And I, her shirt says, I love me, like kind of like I, I heart New York. That's cute. And she's basically being flippant to these people on the phone. She's like, if you really wanted to kill yourself, you'd have gone on the roof. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, wait, Fred. So she goes into the history of Valentine's Day with him. And their conversation basically turns into like a sex hotline. She's like, what are you wearing? And she's like touching herself. She's about (laughs) to touch herself. And I'm thinking, well, at least he's not going to kill himself now. Right. Well, not, not right now. Not now, now. So, no, when he's trying to bust a nut, no. Yeah, she ended up talking him down for the moment. And next, we are at the most awesome place to be on Valentine's Day. We're at 847. Whoop, 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 whoop. Joan goes to talk to Davis. And once again, her coke game is awesome. I'm fucking loving it. The black on black on black looking Ooh. like Shaft. Shaft. <laughs> 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 She's a bad mother. Shut, Shut your, mouth. your mouth. Uh David Caesar comes in, come in and you know says, You can see I'm wearing different clothes, so you know I wasn't here waiting on you all night. He says he waited for two hours for her the previous night. But he also realized that Palm Springs was a bit of a mistake. You think, brother? He asked, Would you have really gone with me? And at that moment, before she can answer, Ava walks up. Mm. And she's like, Hey Joan, I hope you're and your boyfriend. Stop by for a glass of champagne later tonight. And she's like, black is totally your color, Joan. And it has a lot of like underlying energy. Like the way she says it is like low key shade. Mm-hmm. I just can't pinpoint what spectrum of shade it is. Mm-hmm. But I can sense like a sprinkle of shade. Definitely. So Ava walks away and, and Joan's like, says to Davis, what was that code for? And Davis says, I have to check the book on that one. <laughs> So this scene, nothing much came out of the scene except that Davis is still feeling her. Like Right. That's really what it was. He still wonders what it would have been like if he'd gone with her, if it had actually happened. Um, so what happens at Joan's office with Maya? So Maya is calling the motels and they're all booked up, which why are you calling the motel the night of? She's supposed to book Exactly. That. You're supposed to do this a few days before. Like a few days, a week, whatever. So of course they're all booked up. And then he goes, oh, baby, but we could still have a good time right here. Haven't you always wanted to be fucking in an office or some shit like that? And then she goes, yeah. And then they fuck. First off, Flex Alexander. He's still there. Yeah, he hasn't been Aunt Viv yet. I thought we were for sure in the Khalil Kane uh, era, but we're still in the Flex era. Mm -hmm. And he had alcohol and chocolate. I don't know if those go together. They do. Like Like wine and chocolate. He don't got got wine and chocolate, though. He got beer and chocolate. That's the thing. You know, hood substitutions. But Well, we'll see how how it lands on the stomach while they're about to do it. Um, 
<laughs> but I think they're not about to eat the chocolate like that. They're about to they're about to spread it on each other and lick Ugh. it off. You know what I mean? In our office? Oof. Hey, that's her fantasy to do it right on the desk. I don't know. I don't want to kink shame nobody. Unless it's like illegal. Then like fuck you. <laughs> or don't fuck you. But like <laughs> then 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 yeah, then you're a savage and you're terrible. But but initially Maya doesn't even want to do this because it's Joan's desk and she doesn't think it's fair to Joan. But Darnell convinces her and Maya's like, Well, she's just gonna have to get over it. I'm like, yo, y'all savages. Y'all fucking savages. I'm like in a bad you. way. On her desk. That's like Mm-mm. even pre COVID, that's nasty. Oh D. All them office supplies. All your coochie juice chair. Yeah. Nice. So next we are with William and Yvonne. Talk about this, Etsy. Child, what happens with William and Yvonne? Um, There's like some kind of thong. There's a thong. Oh, yes, yes. They're opening presents that they got each other for Valentine's Day. And we see this thong, which is very elaborate, red and white. It's very appropriate. It's for William. It's for William. Yes, 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 All yes. his stuff's supposed to, supposed to fit in there. <laughs> and then he said <laughs> something. What does he say? It's going to hurt when he tries to put it on? He doesn't know which way it goes, I guess. Which way? It, yes, you do. You out here lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then she goes, oh, it doesn't matter because you're only going to have it on for 20 seconds anyway. He gets her a charm bracelet. Yes. With guns and things of that nature that relates to her cop being shit. a cop. Helicopters and shit. Donuts and bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I love it. And William says, I love you too. He L-bombed her. He L-bombed her. L-bombed. But she didn't L-bomb him first. She just goes, I love it. Like, I love what you gave me. He's like, I love you too. Mm. And then she's like, I gotta go call my mama. And she runs, like, leaves all emotional to go call her mom. And, you know, I really can't stand Yvonne. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. It's not the actress. I don't want to make it seem like it's the actress. It's not her. It's the it's the it's character. The way they wrote her just, character. It's just super annoying. She's weird, and she seems dangerous too. She about to shoot somebody on accident. And shit. <laughs> she does know. the most. So I'm not even gonna hold you. No, she does the most. Yeah, and so she comes back and kisses William and says, "I love you too." And that's they start kissing. Ooh, that was painful. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> back at eight forty seven. Tony and Greg are there. And yeah, this is when Greg decides to pay for dinner because Tony bought him everything that day. Mesh. Clothes, paint stuff, food. Well, maybe not the food. Well, she does end up paying for the food. food, He tries. He tries. You know, you've been paying for me all day. Let me see if I can do this for you. I don't even know why he thought. Why he even thought. Is 847 supposed to be a super high, um, super expensive? He can't I don't afford know. two entrees? Listen, he broke, broke. All right. This ain't Mickey D's. This ain't Chick-fil-A. All right. This is uh, fucking uh, 847. Uh, uh. I don't know why he thought that he could even do that. Why he even tried. So he, you know, he takes it. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. He opens it up. He looks at it. He goes, oh, wow. Uh, maybe next time I'll pay for, the, pay for the dinner. And then she looks at him like, oh, okay. <laughs> She just seems to You ever, um, you ever had a guy do that to you? No. 
I don't even. Okay. I don't even make it a thing to make it a thing to pay for shit. I don't even. You know how some girls they like fake reach into their into their purse to try to get their wallet. My hands be staying on the table. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Uh-huh. I don't fake reach nowhere. <laughs> I don't fake reach nowhere. I keep my hands still because he about to pay for it. <laughs> Let me not be that way. I understand guys are trying to be all twenty twenty, trying to split shit up. But to be honest, I've never done that. I like, ain't a splitting ass bitch. <laughs> this happens to this happens to uh to tony because she hanging out with a broke nigga mm-hmm. and she know better i don't know why tony out here playing this is so against type too like mm-hmm. she's always been the girl that goes for the guy that got this got that remember when she was like talking about uh charles with the stock options and you know when she brought that guy for halloween she was like oh he has this and he has a yacht and he has this kind of and then the guy she was dating from online Mm-hmm. He had a Maserati and a, a place in Maui. Like, she's always been the character that's been looking for these dudes that have it all. Mm-hmm. They're financially independent, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, in, in these last few episodes, she's been chasing this dude? Very weird. Anybody that's been rooting for this character can't understand that. This is supposed to be, I mean, I'm not my hero. She ain't my hero. I don't, I don't like her. But there's some people out there that love this character. And you're. she's really taking an L by doing this. Yeah. Like, it's really making her look look silly. Yeah, this is some shit I expect from Joan paying for niggas and shit. Like. I expect it from any other girl, even, even Maya. I don't know, writers, what you're trying to do, but this is weird. Very. So Lynn ended up bringing this Fred guy that was on the phone that she talked down from suicide she brought this dude to 847 for a date. And he's being all depressed and everything, kind of monotone. He's played by comedian actor Ahmed Ahmed from the early 2000s. He was everywhere in the early 2000s. Um, he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the men's room, he tells her. And she's like, oh, great, but I'm going to need your belt and shoelaces. <laughs> because, you know, she doesn't want him to commit suicide in the bathroom. So the whole cast is there at 847 at the same time, except for Maya and Darnell, which is kind of weird because I'm like, do they all know each other's there? Are they purposely not interacting with each other? And I feel like, would they all be at the same table? Or I don't know. It's weird. Mm. So Maya and Darnell aren't there because they're in Joan's office fucking. So we see Eva at the bar rubbing Davis's shoulders. And because he's stressed, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a big holiday and his restaurant is popping. And we see Joan and Sean toast and hug and kiss each other. And while their mates are attending to Mm -hmm. each of them, Joan and Davis are both looking longingly at each other at the same time. And they're thinking about what could have been. (laughs) Like a bad soap opera. Are they going to continue this whole thing? Are they going to drop this nugget off throughout the season Um, or what? That I'm I'm not sure about because I'm not familiar with season one as much as I am with the other seasons. So I'm not sure, but <laughs> Joan just picks whatever day she's fucking with Davis. Like, that's another thing. Like, you wasn't fucking with Davis. You wasn't out here shooting in the gym with Davis. Now, all of a sudden, your man leaves for a few days and you trying to get with Davis. I mean, what Davis trying to do? He got a whole fiance. So what's his plan? I don't know. It's whatever. So the next day at Joan's desk, <laughs> she's looking at the desk. This is the scene. Looks at the desk and she's like, something's wrong. OCD. OCD Joan. Mm-hmm. She asks Maya if anybody's been around her desk. And Maya nervously says, no, not really. Joan ends up moving, like, her pencil or pen cup to the right, like, an inch. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, wow, that's, yep, that's better. 
And then she notices a spot of chocolate on her desk. Mm. And she asks Maya if it's chocolate. Uh. And Maya comes by and puts her finger. And licks that shit. Oh, God, Maya. Even pre-COVID, that's disgusting. Because it's been like, what, the weekend? Oh, I don't even know what day it was. But still, like, that's on a desk. You better hope it's chocolate. Because if somebody came in and put something else on that that wasn't chocolate. Right. And you just looked it up not knowing what it was. How you know Somebody could have came by and actually shit on on her mm-hmm. desk and left. Uh, it could have been that. And you just licked it without thinking, without smelling it first. Mm-mm. She blames it on the cleaning people, assuming. <laughs> she tells Jonas the cleaning people she's going to have a word with them. And she runs out of there. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> eh, middle of the road episode for me. Mm, it wasn't my favorite, but I was entertained. It went by rather quickly. They need to stop going heavy on the Yvonne and William, Greg and Tony bullshit. Cause there was a lot going on. I can't stand those couples. They're just boring. And I love this show, but I love this show. But you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we got to get through it. Got to get through it. So uh, hit me with your oh hell yes moment. My oh hell yes moment was when Davis sees Joan. And he says that when he was writing for Joan, he realized that Palm Springs would have been a huge mistake. Uh, yeah, nigga, the fuck? So you would have went to Palm Springs for the weekend, came back to your bitch and told her what? And told her what? I was on a work trip. If you don't get your There was no ass. social media at the time. There was no, there was no drop your pen, you know? You could actually, like you said, be next door and say you're on a work trip you can be anywhere in the world yeah now people be posting pictures of you you being like somebody ig stories (laughs) she sees it and you caught back then it was easy you couldn't track nobody like you can nowadays so i mean even if you're smart nowadays you can't be tracked if you if you on your p's and q's you can still you know maneuver that you just got to make sure your significant other don't don't know nobody from, like, the um, phone company or, or any cops or any FBI people. Some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Says your phone was here in Palm Springs last weekend? What, what what was your... I checked your Uber your Uber records and your Uber... What about your Uber records? Have you heard about that? How you finesse that? How you do that? You can't finesse your Uber records. You got to get a regular taxi and pay in cash. Shit. But... Those are few and far between. I know. That's the gag. That's the, that's the price you got to pay. <laughs> that's the price you got to pay if you want to be out here. Shit, you got to wait around just to trick people. Damn. Damn. All right. Well, thank you for the tips. That was a um, <laughs> Etsy TED Talk about how to cheat on your man and not get caught. You know. Y'all can always count on me. My oh hell yes moment is when... Joan was chastising Sean because of his dumb idea of ghosting her for three days because I initially thought that Joan was just going to be like, oh, well, all right, Sean, it's okay, you know, because mm-hmm. she don't like to rock the boat like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But she straight up was like, yo, that was a bad idea. Like, I didn't hear from you. So I, you know, I thought you were gone. You didn't do anything, you know. So I, I think that that's my oh hell yes moment because I was really surprised that she called him on it. Oh hell Tom. yes, Joan. The pick me did not jump out in this scene. Mm-hmm. Joan Joan has a tendency to be like, oh, all right, it's okay. I understand. I understand. 
Jinx. <laughs> so good on you, Joan. Let's let's see more of that in the upcoming episodes, please. Okay. Next episode is called Old Dog. Old Dog. So that will be, I believe, our first episode of 2021. Ah. So we'll be in a new year hopefully it'll bring some new positivity because 2020 was a was a year not to remember i it was it was the worst year i've ever seen i'm telling you from i've never knew some i never knew this world could shut down like i didn't know this could happen yeah i didn't know it was possible like i was talking to my friend i'm like girl has the world stopped like we can't do shit yeah I didn't know this was a possibility or an option ever for any reason. Hurricane, snowstorm, acid you. rain, anything. That shit is crazy. Can't get these years back, you know? That's what I'm saying. It. It's like, can we redo it? Like, you can't. You can't add this year onto your life. This ain't no fucking, like, car payment or nothing. Like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you just miss out on this year. College seniors, mm-hmm. the college freshmen, or the, the high school seniors, excuse mm-hmm. me, that didn't have a prom, didn't have a graduation. You can't, it's not like you, that when you get like five years from now, we're gonna be like, let's redo your graduation. Mm. I know you're 23 now, but now we can open the world. Let's go back to, you know, five years ago and have your graduation now. It's not mm. gonna happen. Let's, let's do your prom. I know you're, you're you're 25 now, but let's go back to high school and do mm-hmm. your, redo your prom. No, these years are gone. They're fucking gone. So stay stay sane guys bring in the new year safely and hopefully 2021 has something better in store for us any resolutions etsy to keep on moving because a pandemic don't stop nothing no i'm kidding um it stops a lot it stops a lot i think that is just to stay productive during these times because it's very depressing like a bitch Mm -hmm. can't travel i'm big on travel a bitch can't go nowhere like oh my god i want to you know if you want to go on a date right i gotta make these niggas take covid tests before like (laughs) you gotta make them get a vaccine so they can come over and you know get your dick appointment settled right (laughs) Oh my god! It's just not the year for dating and meeting new people. It's like absolutely not. It's very tragic. Um, but you guys can start the the new year off with a review or rating for us. Give us five stars on whichever podcast platform you choose, and it actually helps other people find our podcast when you rate it. So go ahead and do that, and hit us up on Twitter at Hell Yes Girl. We'll chat right back to you and hopefully read some awesome comments on the show. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we will see you in 2021. Happy New Year. Have a wonderful year and we will see you next year. I'm Nettie. And I'm Etsy.